Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse the Planets, and this is my wife, Kathy. Yes, hello, everybody. You know, Jesse and I just love connecting with you guys, Amen. and we pray that you're doing well. We pray for you every single day, and we Amen. just want to bring words of hope and encouragement to you right where you are. Praise the Lord. I want to talk about something that many years ago the Lord gave me. It's called the battle of life. We're in a battle here. I heard the president said we're in a war. See what I'm saying? Well, you know, wars do have casualties, and that's the bad part about it. But I made up my mind that God's word is so true. You know, people ask me all the time, Kathy, how come you stay up so much? How come you got the joy of the Lord? Well, the joy of the Lord is my strength. That's right. See, when you understand that strength, I, I live on that on a daily basis. Plus, he gave me two gifts that I love. One, he said, peace. Mm -hmm. He said, my peace, I give you. And he gave it to me. And the other was rest. Mm -hmm. See, and there are a lot of people that don't know how to enter into the rest and don't know how to accept the gift of peace, the peace of God, the peace with God, and the peace from God. I've been talking about that lately on, on other uh, yes, things that I've been doing. That's good. And when you understand what this peace means, possession of adequate resource. So we're in a battle today, and I want to read a scripture to you. And it's just amazing to me. The Apostle Paul was such a unique man, Kathy. Mm -hmm. He writes a letter of encouragement from a prison. Now, you know, people in prison are not too encouraged. You see what I'm saying? Because they're locked down. Do you feel like you locked down? <laughs> I think the whole of America is just about locked down. You know, Jesse, I was just thinking, he wrote that to them because he want, he cared about them. Sure he did. And even though we're feeling good and we, we're, we're healthy, no problems here, right. we're able to do what we, God's called us to do, we're mm -hmm. concerned about those who are not in the same situation. And Amen. Paul knew that the people over there in Ephesus were going through some trials Amen. and some difficulty. That's right. So he left what he was going through aside and he looked forward Amen. and he pulled upon the strength of God and gave them what they needed. You know, if you focus on your priority, you eliminate all your confusion. See what I'm saying? And when you understand what does that mean, what is our priority? To not only get through this, but to kill this curve. Mm -hmm. Not just to flatten it, but to kill it. You understand kill what it. I'm saying? And get it down. Now, that's a thing called a virus. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that when you understand. People say, how do you stay up so much? Well, the joy of the Lord. That's my strength. Let me go back to that again. The peace of God, which that's is a right. gift. And entering into the rest. That doesn't mean that trouble don't come because, you see, that's the battle of life. Mm -hmm. Now, Timothy was going through and battles and so was the Apostle Paul. Mm -hmm. And so are you. I want to make this announcement. I don't want people to misunderstand what I'm about ready to say. One of the greatest privileges we have is the privilege of freedom. Mm -hmm. America is a nation of freedom. I just read a book, a powerful book about a man that did the Bataan Death March in World War II. And he, it was through the book he kept saying, the least little decision could not be made by him. He lost all his rights. The Japanese beat you. And, you know, back, back then, of course, the Japanese are not great allies. But back then, I, and I'm telling you, he, he couldn't go to the bathroom when he wanted to. He couldn't do nothing unless they told him. Lost all freedom. And I feel a little warning going on in my spirit. And I want you to think about this. Now, right now, we are locked down. And we are, we are a nation... Uh, to be free. And I believe in support, supporting and believing and adhering to our civil authorities. But watch if this thing don't get out of line. If we get a governor or you get a mayor or someone that just kind of likes the power to control people, America was never made to control people. It was made to make people free. So keep that in the back of your mind because the only way they can stop you from doing something is the army or the police. But the police and the army are Americans too. You see, so when we begin to see something starting to get out of line, like they're going to control us and you're going to do this and you're going to do that, that's when we, we as a body of Christ or a nation should stand up and tell our leaders, no, 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 now you're stepping over too much. But sometimes you got to watch that. you got to be superior to power instead of driven by power. See, and a lot of people, they get power and, and they're driven by it and it causes a lot of problems. But if you're superior to it, 
My God, you can take that power and help people everywhere. Now, Paul was writing Timothy, and he said, son, let me tell you something. You're going through some trials and tribulations, yet he's in prison. But he don't care about that because he's focusing on what God called him to do. Mm -hmm. What Jesse DePlanis and Kathy, uh, we focus on is what God has called us mm -hmm. to do. Now, thank God we don't have the virus. You've heard me say it. I've, I've tested positive for faith. Praise and so God. has Kathy. Amen. We walk in that. But I'm the age bracket. They go, hey, you better watch yourself. I had to watch myself. Great as he was in me than he was in the world. Now, I'm not going to stick my hand in, in a bowl of a uh, what do you call it, COVID-19 or whatever. I'm not talking about that. No. What I'm talking about, when you know in whom you have believed and then you're persuaded, then it doesn't make no difference what's going on around you. Yes. You see? So you can bring encouragement right in the midst of the greatest discouragement anybody's ever seen. But I want to read a scripture to you. And Paul writes this to Timothy in, uh, I believe it's 1 Timothy. Uh, I, I believe it's chapter 1. Let me get to it real quick. Verse, uh, this is a new Bible here. Glory to God. Verse, I believe it is... Um, Verse 18, he says, This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that by them thou mightest war a good warfare. Then he says this, holding faith and a good conscience. Holding faith. I am a faith man. I believe the word of God. I got saved by faith. I got healed by faith. I live by faith. I walk by faith. And I tell you what, and the evidence of faith is not seen, so I don't get shook up, Kathy, mm -hmm. when I can't see it. That's right. And that's the problem with a lot of Christian people. But if they can't see it, oh, fear starts to take over. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, man, let me tell you something. The evidence of faith is not seen. And the reason why it's not seen, because if you can't see it, neither can the devil. See, so he can't attack it. You see what I'm saying? So he told him to hold faith. How do you hold faith? You hold faith with your mouth. You hold faith by saying things. And I like to say things out loud so my mind can hear mm -hmm. what my mouth is saying. That's so true. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And when you understand that, we're going through a battle here, and, and we, we, we're winning this war. And I have to say this, and I want all the media to listen to me if you happen to run across this. I mean, I thank God all the journalism that you're doing. But would you please tell the people as much as you tell them how many people died, how many people have recovered? I mean, what's wrong with that? You know, how long, is that, how long it, it takes to say that? So you say another person died or 2,000 people died. And that's a terrible thing. But 149,000 people recovered. See, that brings hope. See, that makes people hold on to faith. See, you know, we're believing God for God to help us and do these things. I'm so excited what has happened to preachers. Now everybody's on this thing. Mm -hmm. and, it, and the word of God's going out faster than it's ever gone. But that doesn't mean that when this is all over, you stop going to church. That's true. Because you see, when I go to church with Kathy, she pulls from my faith. I pull from her faith. It's called corporate anointing. It's called corporate faith. So you see, you're holding faith in a good conscience. So in other words, when you learn to do that, you'll understand that there is the battle of life. Now, the battle may not be our choice, Kathy, mm -hmm. it's true. but the outcome is. You see what I'm saying? You ought to write that down if you're taking notes. Mm -hmm. This battle of this virus is not, we didn't choose that. That's we right. wouldn't want that. Right. But the outcome, the outcome is. Yes. So I don't deny that people have this thing, but I deny Satan's right to try to kill everybody. And thank God for all the things that we're doing. But I thank God that the president is realizing, and a lot of the church people are realizing, wait a minute, it's time for the spirituals to stand up as well as the physical. So here we are, we have doctors and scientists, and we got preachers saying the same thing. That's right. And that's such a blessing of the Lord. Now that's holding faith. Yes, unity. Yes, unity. See, Power. see, for years we've had what we call uniformity. Oh yeah, I'll go over there. I mean, I don't believe everything the guy says, but you know, I'll go. That's uniformity. But you have unity. My God, that's great, great power. So let me just say this. Power is being spread all over the place. See, the, the virus thinks it's got power to destroy you, but it doesn't. 
It does not, because greater is he was in you than he was in the world. And they named the thing. And Jesus said everything named, bows at the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to go with me to 2 Timothy, and it's chapter, I believe it's chapter 1 also. And, and, and I just love this, and it just blesses me. And people say this, and it's in verse 13. He tells Timothy this, hold fast the form of sound words. Notice that. Kathy, he said, hold fast the form of Where sound words. Where is that words. again, That's 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13. Okay. Hold fast the form of sound words. Watch this. Which thou hast heard of me in faith, in love, which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. We want to be an example to you, not because we're cocky and arrogant, but if you notice them, I don't say things that a lot of people say. I don't deny what I see. I deny it's right. I say what I want instead of what I see or what I have. Why? Because I'm holding fast to the form of sound words, and I love that, which Paul was an example to Timothy at that time, and yet Paul was in prison, ladies and gentlemen. See, so I made up my mind. Every time you hear me, you're going to hear me saying, we win. We winners going somewhere to win. We are success going somewhere to succeed. Right. Now, I heard the president say this, the next two weeks going to be kind of rough. Well, bless God, that may be true, but not for me. I don't mean that rudely. I don't mean that arrogantly. I don't mean that pridefully. Because you see, I have this, watch this, shield of faith. That's right. Okay. Now, if the virus is up higher, I move the shield up higher. If it's lower, I move the shield down lower. It doesn't make any difference. You see, the shield of faith quenches the fiery darts That's right. of Satan. That's right. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. But, you know, you're really not saying that you're going to disregard no. the recommendations. You're not saying that you're... Because no. we're practicing we social it. distancing whenever we're with anyone. We're even our team that we're together. We're separated, as they say. Because, you know, I had thought of something the other day when this all happened. Even Jesus. Amen. You know, we're talking about holding the form of faith and right. how faith, you have to hold on to it. Some people have a misinterpretation of what faith really is. Yeah. Faith doesn't just blindly do whatever you want to do. Faith no. has wisdom in it. That's right. And I thought about Jesus when he was even in the wilderness, and I mentioned this to you the other day. When he was in the wilderness and the devil came to him, and I, I want to read this in Luke chapter 4. Okay. Luke chapter 4, uh, the devil came to Jesus while he was in the wilderness, and he says he brought him to Jerusalem, set him on a pinnacle. This was Luke chapter 4, verse... Uh, nine, and he brought him to Jerusalem and set him on a pinnacle of the temple and Amen. said to him, if thou be the son of God, cast thyself down from hence, for it is written, he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee. And he actually quoted just part of the verse there. Right. But he's missed, trying to twist the word. He says, and in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou shalt cast thy foot against a stone. Jesus answered him instead. He says, and Jesus answered and said to him, it is said, thou shalt not tempt the Lord, Lord thy God. God. So Jesus didn't let him pull him into the right. distraction. He kept in faith. You know, in the same way that we teach our children, stay out of the street. We can't just say, oh, go ahead in the street. The Lord's going to protect you. No, wisdom, right. sound words, follow right. the advice, do that all, with all that's practical. With but at the same time, put the word of God in your heart, Amen. keep the joy of the Lord, keep the strength of the Lord, because you all will overcome. But that does, when we say that we're holding faith, that doesn't mean we disregard right. practical things. Right. And that's, that's wisdom. Right. Don't let a satanic... Attract, a, a satanic distraction become a satanic attraction. You see, but even though he said this, and what Satan said there to Jesus was true. Yeah, the angel would, but he said, you know, I'm not going to do a thing you say. I have made up my mind, I don't listen to nothing the devil says. I only say what God says, and I only do what he tells me to do. Don't that sound like Jesus? 
Ephesians 5 verse 1 says, Be ye therefore imitators of God as dear children. So you got to understand, this battle may not be your choice, but the outcome is. And I want to tell you something. Today, I mean, you know, people say, well, how are we going to pay our bills? Listen, man, where's the God that we've been talking about all these years? Where's the God? Now it's time for you to stand and haven't done all the stand, stand therefore, or therefore stand any way you want to say it. And watch God do the unbelievable, the impossible, because it's all doable. Now I want you to listen to a point that I preached on this message many years ago. Battle is your chance for recognition. Mm. Boy, I'm telling you, when the church is getting recognized strong, battle is your chance for recognition. Satan always attacks what he fears the most. Promotion from God will bring satanic attention. But remember, no one has been a loser longer than the devil. <laughs> the devil is the oldest loser I've ever met in my life, and he is losing now. You yes. understand what I'm saying? So promotion from God will bring satanic attention. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Satan loves to kill a Christian if he can. But listen to this, man. Battle is your chance for recognition. I mean, think about that for a minute. I mean, you're not going to win the Medal of Honor unless you've been in the battle and saved some people. And all of a sudden, people recognize the bravery that mm -hmm. you did. You see what I'm saying? Well, I've decided to stand on the word of God, hold my faith and, and, in a good conscience and use the form of sound words. We never talk to our employees here and all this time. I got someone behind the, uh, the camera right now. Uh, have y'all ever heard me say, well, I don't know if I can pay y'all. Oh, Jesus. Oh, gloom and dismay. No, 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 no. We don't do that kind of stuff. Why? Because we say what we want. Now, I've had some people say, oh, and, and nothing wrong with taking government money. I'm not against that. I want people to misunderstand that. And we have a right to all this in this $2 trillion stimulus and full trade. But you know, we ain't going to do that. And you know why? Because to be honest with you, the government needs the money. You see what I'm saying? We are going to believe and trust God. A lot of people don't realize this. You see, this ministry and all ministries and all nonprofits that I know of, uh, they rely on donations to fund their ministries. It, and, you know, none of this is free. I mean, you understand? Light bills, you know, things of that nature. But you know what? Where's the God we serve? Now, you see, if Paul could write a letter of encouragement to Timothy from prison, I can speak a word of encouragement to you in the boardroom of Jesse DePlanter's ministry. Right here in New Orleans, Louisiana. Yeah, the hot spot, New Orleans, <laughs> Louisiana. The Lord, gee. The other day I was planning on go fly somewhere, and they said, if you fly over here, we will quarantine you for 14 days there. Then they said, I read this, it says this, and you'll have to pay your own lodging and food and everything. And you can pick where you want to go, but that's it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you got to watch yourself here. Now we're starting to get close to that privilege of freedom. And I understand what they're trying to do. Don't misunderstand. They're trying to shut this virus down. Actually, what they're trying to do is stop the curve. Let's kill the curve. I'm not just saying that. We can say that with the word of the living God. Even scientists can say that. Say, well, that's impossible. That's why we believe in a God. That's why we believe the unbelievable receive the impossible, because it's doable, see? Now, you got to understand, God's word is true no matter what's happening in life. If you think about the first church, Christianity, it would be a total failure, according to today. Mm -hmm. But my God, all of them died, and they were killed by the thousands, you know? Let me show you how powerful God was in the midst of one of the greatest storms. Now, why did they have that so much? They were the foundation of the church. The heaviest part of this building is on the slab, on the foundation. You are not the foundation of the church. You are the roof of the church. 
You see? Why? Because you're going to go, and I really believe Jesus is coming. We're going to be able to fly, float like a butterfly and sting like a bee. Praise God. See, when you understand that, I kind of like You're talking about the rapture of the church when Jesus comes to the earth. Yeah, and you know, and some people don't believe in the rapture. I tell them, stay here. I mean, why, but why would you, oh, what's the matter? Why don't you just go with us? People say, it's not going to happen. I believe it will. But that's another theological, homiletical, hermeneutical, philosophical debate. But I don't debate. Debates makes discussions. Decisions make choices. I have chose to believe the word of the living God. That doesn't mean I'm stupid. That doesn't mean I'll take my faith and go irrational with it. I believe in, in, in obeying the civil liberties and the civil people and all the kind of different things. But there is a line. There is a line. There is a line where your privilege of freedom begins to get too close. You don't want to never be controlled. No, no. The only person who should control you is the Holy Spirit. Now, people say, how do you know you're going to make the right decision? Here's the scripture. How be it when the spirit of truth has come? Has he come? Well, yes, he's come. The Bible said he'll guide us in all truth. He didn't say some truth, did he? Mm-hmm. He said all truth. So, in other words, when I, when I married you, it's going to be 50 years on June the 6th of this year, I stood before a priest. We were at Holy Rosary Catholic Church. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and he said, do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? Then he read off a bunch of different things. Do you start to love her and honor her and, uh, and, and all this kind of stuff? To death do you part. What did I say? I didn't say, well, I don't know about that now. Now, that's getting a little strong here. You understand? No, he wasn't, he, he wasn't looking for that because if I'd have said something like that, he said, go sit your ugly self down, boy. <laughs> What's mad at you? You have to say, I do. Mm-hmm. So when you do, you do. Or like what Ray Charles used to say, I'm going to make it do what it do. Praise God. See, I like Ray Charles. <laughs> Praise God. So I took that oath 50 years ago. Have I upheld that oath? Yes. Well, can you be a little bit more better than that? You know <laughs> Well, yeah. Have I? <laughs> yes, you <Okay>. have. <laughs> We're still here. Yeah, well, we're still here. <laughs> I have done everything I, I said. I was actually pausing because I was thinking about those first five years when we didn't know oh, the Lord. Yes. Okay. Well, go ahead and tell your story. The oh, no, first that's five okay. years, that I was I was not saved. I often say we've had forty-five years of heaven and five years of hell. That's but, right. And, and we never fault. thought about divorce, but murder. You several know, times. Several times. <laughs> you know, that's that's, that's a really joke. True. I mean, how many times I wanted to make an offer, she didn't refuse. You understand what I'm saying? But I couldn't do that. But the reason but why we stuck to watch it. this. The reason why. It's because I didn't know the Lord. Now, Kathy got saved before I did. So watch this. Now she's, she's saying, oh, Lord, we thank you. Then here comes the chief of sinners who's cussing, screaming, drinking a fifth of whiskey a day, smoking dope, your PCP, crystal meth, cocaine, cocaine, man, that big cocaine. Just snort it through the nose, Lord. I mean, just take trips and never leave the house. Sound fun? No, because I don't remember hardly any of it. You understand what I'm saying? Thank God, through your prayers, mm-hmm. you refuse to let me go to hell. Mm-hmm. I refuse to look at the circumstances, ah. even though I prayed. What was you the, doing? Well, I was holding I was faith. holding fat face. Yeah. Holding on to faith. That's it. Sound words. Yes. The words that I had prayed, I believe, were going to come to pass. Amen. So, uh, listen. Refused to doubt. She refused to do it. So I would You gave me to... lots of opportunity <laughs> yes. to, though, by yeah, the way. Yeah, don't tell him too much. <laughs> <laughs> I would lay hands yeah. on him in the night. That, that would drive me nuts. <laughs> I mean, I'd come in from playing. It's 2.30 in the morning. You know, and I've been drinking all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, and I'd get so drunk sometimes, the whole room would do this, so it'd just rock me to sleep. <laughs> and all of a sudden, these little fingers would come walking across the sheets, and I... 
You know, you kind of, you know, you kind of hear it like, you know, all of a sudden this hand would touch my shoulder barely. And she said, come out of him, you devil. I said, woman, get your hand off me. Calling me a devil. I was a devil. <laughs> it just was Most a of the devil. time you were asleep, but that time you woke up. Yes, I woke up, you know. I realized something that I could not defend myself against her faith. That's right. And you know, also, Ooh, that's a good statement. every opportunity I could when I went to a church, even because we were a new church, because right. we were traveling, I didn't know these people. Right. But I would go up to the front put my and ask for prayer for my heathen husband. <laughs> and have all these people I didn't know were praying for you. You yeah, didn't yeah. even know that because uh -huh. I knew mm -hmm. the power of prayer. And that's another reason why we're doing this, because a lot of you are making comments. Justin, I read these comments. A lot Amen. of our staff help us to Amen. reply to them. Some of them, we tell them what to say, what to how to reply. But we just want you you know we're reading those prayer requests we're praying with you we thank you for commenting we're united because Amen. we're able to communicate this way in real time and and even if we're not looking at it right now because you're doing it later on we we'll repost these so Jess and I can go back and look at them and not just us our whole staff or team we're standing together because there's unification in prayer yes we are united as Hallelujah. one and and that's why when I would pray for you I would have these people pray for me with with me for you mm -hmm. I knew I was going to get the result I like Amen. I often say I had you in the crosshairs Right. I, you have to have your answer in the crosshairs and don't get sidetracked Amen. and realize that God is, is, has, has us here as well as others around you. We're all praying for you. And, and you know, God. the people who are viewing this comment, we see them answering each other's Amen. prayer. And, and they say, please pray for my brother, please pray for my father, Amen. different things. And other ones, will, they'll answer each other. And we're a community of believers that are pulling together with one mind and one accord to defeat this, actually to, to kill this curve. That's right. And let me tell you something, you'll never be a day without prayer. We pray for our partners to this ministry every day. I know what some of y'all think, well, y'all pray for them because they send you money. No, their money, I don't touch, now you ain't gonna believe this, I don't touch the money. 100% of what people send to this ministry goes into world evangelism. Me and Kathy have been debt-free since 1982. I will not lose my house. It's debt-free. I own that baby. This ministry here, this building, is debt-free. Everyone said we couldn't do it. But we found something in the Word of God that said, Oh, no man anything but to love him. Think about that. So the only debt that I can't pay off is love. You got to love people you don't like. See, so I made up my mind. That the battle of life, it may not be my choice. I didn't choose this, but the outcome is. And it, oh my God, I, mean, I feel the Holy Ghost when I'm about ready to say that. If you're feeling down, turn on one of our, uh, go to jdm.org. And, and I'm not just saying that so you can get attention. We will lift you up. I'll make you laugh so hard that you forget what you're going through. People say, how does he do that? The joy of the Lord. Now, I'm not a comedian. Some people think I am. No, no, I'm not. And I've had some people say, uh, years ago, why don't you come do a Valentine's banquet or something at the church and say something funny? I say this, I can't do that. What do you mean you can't do that? You had, you had 16,000 people at the Believers Convention just falling, in the, falling out the chair. That's when the anointing of God comes. You see, what I decided to do, and, and Kathy can attest to that, before I would say I was not funny, right? I was not funny. When I got born again, I guess I got so much sin out that God filled me up with joy. John Hagee tagged me with a, with a name that I never asked for. I don't know how many years ago. He called me the Apostle of Joy. Listen to me. 
If you listen to what I'm saying, if you're starting to get the president down, turn one of our things on here. I don't know whether it's social media, Facebook, or, uh, or one of our TV shows. Yeah, we have Total JDM. We've Everything. opened it up for these Good next two God. months. Total JDM has been a benefit for our partners. Amen. But we've opened it up to everyone. Just Amen. go to our website, JDM.org, and you'll be able to click on that and just have to register so we can keep track of Amen. who's on there, but we're, that's just, we're not using your name for anything. We just want you to be able to access it so that the next time you go on, it'll be easy. The first time Praise you put God. your name in, but after that, you can go ahead and keep track of where you are. Amen. What's so good about Total JDM is the broad, all the sermons that are on there, mm -hmm. no matter what I device you on, you may be watching it on your phone, but when you go pick up your iPad, you can pick up right where you were. Yeah. I love to listen to it. I mean, I, I hear your sermons probably more than anybody, <laughs> but I still laugh. The third, fourth, fifth time <laughs> I hear that story, I laugh. Because the anointing of God is it's on there. It brings joy to our heart. But anyway, we put that as a resource because we want to be a blessing Amen. to you. In addition to that, the Lord led me to put my Healing Word book that's out there. And it's a, it's a collection Praise of scriptures. I think Amen. it's on the YouTube channel. You'll be able to get it. It's free of charge. We just wanted to, a lot of people have, I've sold more of that than any other book I've yeah, had. Right. Or, or, I think it's one of our bigger sellers yeah. in the ministry. But we're giving this because it's packed full of the Word of God concerning healing. So if Amen. you have anyone in your home, or if you just want the peace of God about healing before the enemy even attacks, it's a good thing to put on in the background because it, it's a collection of scriptures, Jess. You may remember when my mother in 2005 was diagnosed with breast cancer. I wanted to give her a collection of healing scriptures. Right, so I, I got that. these together for her. And then, you know, she doesn't read really well. She didn't go uh -huh. to school as a child. So she, uh, I knew it would be difficult for her to hunt down and just read them. So I said, she loves my voice. So I recorded it in the television right, department. And we put music behind it. And she's it. healed. She cancer. is healed. And she listens to this even now. She's Very 86, simple. right? Uh, 88. You always help me with her age. Yes, you know, yes, she yes. says, she's it's because she's she, younger than me, but I got a way brighter mind. <laughs> but my mother says it's because she never would tell her age. She was always 29. But anyway, these scriptures have blessed people all over Amen. the world. So we hope that you'll utilize those tools because it's all about getting the Word of God yeah. in your heart and in your mind and so that it can transform your life. And when you get it in your heart and your mind, and then it comes out your mouth. Mm -hmm. now, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you will not stay depressed listening to me. I'm not bragging here. I'm telling you, I know how to release what's inside of me into you. I know how to do that. You see what I'm saying? Why? Because it's on me and I want it on you. The anointing of increase is on me. People get mad at me, man. I mean, uh, I mean, I have, I mean, when I say increase, I'm talking increase here on me personally and also on my ministry. So my partners understand that. And you know, we're not trying to get something from you. We're trying to get something to you. I, I wrote a book called Your Everything Is Is Anything. Now, I'm going to tell you something. I just took it verbatim from Jesus Christ's own words. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. What does whatsoever mean to you? Whatsoever, right? Mm -hmm. what, this is Jesus' words, St. John 14, verses 13 and 14. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Why? That the Father may be glorified in the Son. So when you ask God for something, the Father gets glorified and Jesus gets magnified. Do you see that? Yeah, but that spiritual thing. No, it's a whatsoever. It's spiritual. It's physical. It's financial. Then Jesus... Kathy goes slap radical in the next verse. If you ask anything in my name, anything, I will do it. Now, what does anything mean to you? Now, I'm not just trying to sell you a book. Listen to me. I'm telling you, your everything is, is anything. That will help you and minister to you because it's helped me. You see, and God is so good and gracious. So the battle of life is just a battle. I read the end of the book. We won. Yes. Hallelujah. We are more than conquerors. Let me show you something. Look at Jesse the plant. I am a conqueror. See this woman over here? She more than a conqueror. <laughs> Women are more than conquerors. How many times you big, strong men, you may be strong in your wife, but then he comes home with that check and that woman says, give me the money. 
And you say, can I have $5? No, you, I give you two. <laughs> See, she more than a conqueror. She didn't go to the job, do that. She more than a conqueror. <laughs> See what I'm saying? More than a conqueror, conqueror. So if you got two of them in your house. And that, and that may sound funny to you, but hey, I've seen that happen. Most of you men can't even walk out unless your wife picks uh, your, your clothes. Just before we did this, Kathy comes up to me and I just tell her, she said, there's something on your lip. I said, what? I said, there ain't nothing on my lip. She said, something on your lip. She right over here and over there. I mean, she's like a monkey, you know? She's just, <laughs> just looking and picking on me. I said, that, I said, that's skin, Kathy. It's called 70 years old. Sometimes it falls off. <laughs> Praise God. But I'm thanking God that the Lord will replace some of it. Praise <laughs> the Lord. So, you know, people say, age don't bother you? No, I still got my hair. This is really my hair. Praise God. Now, let me just say this. If the lights go out and you see this white glow, it's my hair. That's what it is. It just glows in the dark. Well, Jesus Christ, the hope of glory, the light of the world, glows in your darkness mm -hmm. and will push the shadows out yes. and will push the darkness out. That's right. Remember, you're not alone in this. You got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost, and you got Jesse and Kathy the Planets. And I pray and believe God with you. And I mean that sincerely. So I thank you for listening to us today. I hope we gave you a word of encouragement. Mm -hmm. Such a blessing of the Lord. And we'd like to pray for you if we could do that. Mm -hmm. Kathy, can I have yes. your hand, please? Father, thank I you, ask Father. you to bless these people because, you know, three thank months you, ago it was the best of times. Mm -hmm. Right now it's the worst of times. But you know what? You haven't changed from the best of times or the worst. Thank You're you, still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, I pray for every individual Thank viewing you, this. Whatever they may need, spiritually, physically, financially. Yes, Lord. Lord, if somebody has that virus, I rebuke it in Jesus' yes, name. We send that the it word. will cease and desist from its work. Lord, I pray for all the healthcare workers and all the yes. first responders. I pray for our president. All I pray our for our vice president. I pray for all those people in our task force. I pray for those doctors and Thank the CDC you, and all of because they're doing the best they can. Thank but you, God, Father. I ask you to show up and show out. Now, Lord, I know we got another 30 days because, you know, they say April 1st, you know, to April the 30th. But Lord, it would be nice. It would be nice if miracles would start taking place and all of a sudden the curve began to flatten and just, it just died. Thank you, Lord. And that way people can get back to church. Lord, I thank you for it. I'm praying, Lord, I'm believing God. You, and I'm asking for wisdom and guidance for all our local, state, and federal yes, officials. Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen and amen. amen. We, I got to watch myself. I enjoy praying for you. And when we go off, we're still praying for you. Mm -hmm. We believe God. that We are here. You know, we, they call us essential workers. Praise we are. God. Why we're, you, we're right on the front line as well. On the front line. Spiritually, we're tearing down the strongholds oh, of the devil. I heard Governor Cuomo up in, in uh, New York say this about maybe two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. I had turned it on. He was having one of his uh, uh, conferences. Not conference, but uh, whatever they do, you know. And he said, uh, are there any Press, psychologists yeah. out there or therapists? And I looked at it. And I was like, he said, would you volunteer your time? That struck me. Now, that's a governor of another state. He said, why? Because so many people calling in said they don't know what to do. I mean, mental anguish, panic, and fear. And I said, brother, it's time for the ministers of the gospel to stand up like military soldiers and go forth. So let me tell you something. If you're having a little weakness, lay on Jesus and lay That's on right. Jesse and lay on Kathy. We're here for you. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know, Jesse, a lot of people, they, like, they know the term binge because they'll maybe binge on the movies. It's time to binge on the Word of God. Amen. Binge on broadcasting of churches that are Amen. broadcasting messages Amen. of hope and right. get built up. And it's not about religion. It's all about you. You know, God calls us his children. He's a father and his family. If you want to know who God is, look at yourself if you have a family. 
I don't know if any real good father, a real good mother wouldn't want their children to live better than they did. But the father is, he's taking care of it, ladies and gentlemen, mark my words. And if you're going through tough times, and I know you are, because it's the battle of life. But if you'll take this scripture, and get, it's not religion, it's more than that. And get that inside of you where you start speaking it out. God's word will flow through you. There's different levels to the word of the Lord as you grow, as you grow, as you grow. And, you know, in all these years, people say, I have never seen you sick. I've been preaching 44 years and 42 right. years full time. And I remember say, your first sermon. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> preached on Lazarus. I was on that yeah. One, and, er and everybody was laughing and you were I all upset. I was so mad because they were laughing. <laughs> what are they laughing in church for? You don't laugh in church. <laughs> My God, this humor came out that I never had. Right. You know what it was? It was the joy of the Lord. So take some of my joy. Can I give you a scripture for that? Moses, <laughs> Moses had enough joy. He had 70 elders, That's and they good. took part of his leadership and wisdom, and he still had enough left to whip the devil. Mm -hmm. You will not exhaust my joy. If Jesus tarries and I go by the way of the grave, and if I was dying, my last word would be, Lord, into your hands I commit my spirit. I ain't giving the devil one iota, nothing. You understand what I'm saying? Because I know what the word of God says. Mm -hmm. That's holding faith in a good conscience. That's holding fast to the form of sound words. You got to grab them and hold on to them. Does, but Jesse, do you ever get thoughts coming in your mind? Well, yeah. I get some, can you believe I get some ugly thoughts? Yes, I do. But you know when I go, stop, devil, stop. That's not my thoughts. My thoughts are lovely, just, good, report, and pure and virtuous. Here's the thought that might happen to you. Oh, God, how am I going to pay my rent? Oh, God, how am I going to stop? Great as he was in me. He didn't ask me to pay for it. He asked me to believe for it. And watch God open doors that no one can shut and close doors that no one can open. I'm telling you, but if you've got Christ in you, it's amazing what will happen in every year. I'll say one more thing, and then we'll go off the air. You know, Jesus... You know, he worked real hard. And there was a kid. He's a good kid. Comes up to Jesus and said, can I share with you my lunch? I'd like to give you my lunch. Now, you know, children got a wonderful heart. You know, a lot of them do. It was a two-piece fish dinner. Jesus could have eat it. He certainly deserved to eat it. But he made it what I call a twice-sown seed. He took it. Thank that little fella. All right? And then he prayed over it. Instead of eating his seed, he sowed his seed. A person asked me this last night, Brother Jesse, you mean to tell me when you get financially tight, you sow seed? Listen to me, I'm going to give you a revelation. I sow, when I see something trying to tighten down, I sow a seed financially. Why? Because in that seed is my future. In that seed is my harvest. So watch it. The harvest comes up. Then when the circumstance comes, boom, it runs into the harvest and it falls down, it means nothing. Jesus took that two-piece fish dinner, notices, and gave it to his disciples, and he said, feed the people. 5,000 people out there. You know you're gonna be out of food in one person. Notice Jesus, it, the miracle did not happen in Jesus' hands. Mm -mm. The miracle happened in the disciples' hands. He prayed over it, he gave it to the disciples. When they sold, bam! The whole place got fed and 12 baskets over. Think about that. It's so your overflow. seed is your future, spiritually, physically, and financially. So I don't care how bad it may get or it's gotten. My Lord, if you sowed seed in the past, say, Lord, I hadn't seen my harvest yet, and I need it now, and I want it now. 
Hallelujah. Why? So you can just be a blessing. I hope these words of encouragement helped you today. We're praying for you. We're believing with you. You're not alone in this walk. And I may not know you. You may not know me. You may have just accidentally hit our Facebook or whatever you see in this. But I'll tell you one thing. God's word is true. And if you don't think people are watching, the first sermon we preached, am I right, George? Over 900,000 people. Just on one platform on one. right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, that made me feel good. Not that that many people saw it, but that many. I, I want this. How many received it? Mm -hmm. So they can walk this walk, talk this talk. So thank you for allowing us to speak to you today. We love you. This is Jesse and Kathy the Plants. Until next time, remember, never a day without prayer. We're praying for you. Pull on my joy. Go ahead. I'll wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Pull on it. Pull on Kathy. And I'm going to tell you, Kathy got some great faith because she got me saved. <laughs> and I mean, to get me saved was a big thing. I, I got to say this, but I was about ready to go. Remember my mother, she's in heaven. I was, she saw me preach. I'd only been preaching, what? Six months or yeah, years. I'm, yeah. I'm in a certain, my mama stood up and shut down the whole church. Mm -hmm. And I was at the point, she said, excuse me. And I thought, oh God, man. You know, well, you, well, you going to tell your mama, you know? And the whole church kind of went like this. She said, if you don't believe in miracles, that's a miracle. That boy was the biggest heathen I've ever had. I had four children. He was my heathen of heathens. This is a miracle that he is a preacher of God. I never forgot that. <laughs> I want to say, sit down, mama. Sit down. Do you know? Everybody probably forgot my sermon, mm -hmm. but they never forgot what mama said. How many times I've ran, I mean, years upon years, say, I was there when your mama stood up and said you were the biggest heathen of heathens uh -huh. and that you were a miracle. And they said that at, our, at your 50-year <laughs> high school reunion as well. They yeah. said they can't believe, but there must be a God because oh, yeah. you were such a bad guy in I, school. People don't believe that. Say, they say, oh, no, but just a two, no, no, that man you knew died. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I went to my 50th high school reunion and they said, there's got to be a God for you to be a priest. Because I was, I, listen, I can't tell you some of the things I did because the statute of limitation hadn't run out. You understand? I mean, I, I was a, I was, well, I ain't going to say, <laughs> that's in the past. I forget that. Make the sign of the cross on that one. Praise God. Until next time, we love you. We're praying for you. Yes. And just say, Lord, if you're going through a little tough time, Lord, give me someone that preaches joy. Yeah. And he'll do it for you. This that's is right. Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. Mwah. See you soon. Bye-bye.